<laughs> I'm glad you're dead. Uh, welcome back, folks, to the Trelure Blazures. And I'm one of your hosts, Mr. Ben Moon. And I'm Darawan. <laughs> My name is Nick. My name is Nick. Guys, welcome to a show about trailers, which we start off with Uber stories. Yeah, we didn't tell an Uber story last week, and I, I heard about it. So we're going to continue on with them. I know Uber story. I am the Ubermensch. Ubermensch. So, so today, we're, I'm actually going to tell you two stories because they're kind of short. So, um, so I'm in downtown Birmingham. I'm in the Lakeview District, which is kind of like bars and restaurants and such. I mean, there's a lot of people that, that walk around Friday, Saturday nights. And so I, I pull over to the side um, because I'm just going to hang out in this area uh, to see if I get a, a, a call, you know, it'll ping you, and 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 this is a great area to hang out until you get a call. So I'm I'm just sitting there in front of Slice Pizza and Brew, great great restaurant here in town, local beers, all that kind of stuff. So I'm sitting there waiting, and um, I I a woman opens the door to my back seat and gets in the car, and um, she goes, um, "Can you you can you take me home?" I was like, yeah, yeah, do, do you have uh, the app? And she was like, yeah. I was like, okay, yeah, sure. Like, what, what'll happen is if you go on the app and you request a ride, I'll be, it'll, the system will know that I'm the nearest person to you, just, you know, with GPS and everything, and it should ping me, and we'll be good to go. And she goes, okay. And so she's on her phone, and I'm, I just sit there and wait for it, you know, to, for this, uh, this process to happen, Okay. Well, you know, 30, 45 seconds go by, and I'm like, "You are, is everything okay? Is, it, is the app, like, not doing it? She's like, no, no, everything's fine. Everything's fine. I was like, okay. She goes, but uh, she's like, we, you can just, I mean, you can just take me home. And I was like, well, you know, we we have to do it through the app. Like, it, you know, it won't work. And she's like, no, no, it's, it's okay. It's okay. And I was like, mm, no, it's it's not. You, you have to activate the app and, and all that kind of stuff. She goes, no, you can just you can just take me home. It's fine. I was like, I I can't, um, like like you have to do it through the app. Like you have to. And she's like, no 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 no, it's fine, it's fine. You can, and and this goes on, okay? This back and forth. Her saying, that's fine. You you can just take me. On. I was like, and me going, no, I I can't. And I was like, look, I was like, lady, I, I, I this is I'm not a taxi. Like you you can't just get in the car and say like take me take me home like it's it's all you have to do it through the app and 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 she was like and she just sat there and so i have this woman a random woman in my car who's telling me it's fine it's not fine and uh and and then so finally i was like look i was like you 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 have to get out of my car You, you need to get out of my car and she like has this real sour look on her face and i was like i was like you don't you are never on the app you don't even have the app the uber app or the Lyft app or whatever. You don't even have that. You just thought you was going to get a ride home, I guess, for free. Like, what was this woman thinking? I don't know. Like, some people, I don't know if they're on drugs or if they're really just dumb uh, or or just think they can get away with stuff. But anyway, she didn't get a ride home. So I pull away. I do a loop around this this block and uh, and I get a ping, right? Um, and it's like, so I, I ended up passing by her again uh, and I sort of I start to slow down because I'm I'm about to you know come to, come to a stop sign or something. 
And so I slowed down enough where I guess she thinks that I've come back. I've changed my mind. And she like stands up and starts walking to my car. And then I just hit the gas and I leave. And it was just like, <laughs> you, how could you be? How could you think that I was like, oh, you know what? I should really take you home for free. Like, look, what what is going on in people's brains? I don't know. I really don't know. And so that sort of uh, you could probably ask the same that same question for the second story. So I'm dr- that woman's going to end up on one of my true crime podcasts. She probably is. Oh my gosh. Um, so 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 this is a different night. Um, I'm I'm working late this evening. It's like two o'clock in the morning. Okay, I pick up this uh, group of very drunk, either late teens or early twenty somethings. They're all basically just out of it. They they all sort of just like kind of slop into the car and like are in states of half asleep, fully asleep. Like there's, I think there's three or four of them, and, and they're literally just all like very tired. Want to just want to get home. That's fine. So we so we get on the highway, and I gotta take them down Highway 280, which is uh, it's like a three lane on each side highway. It's very very busy. Okay, but at two in the morning, they're like we're the only car on the road, so we're just driving. And I'm in this area called Mountain Brook, which is like the rich area, one of the rich areas of town. But we're just driving on 280, and and I'm the only person on the road. And I'm just cruising, and I look to my left, because, you know, it's like there's a medium, a a grass median, and then you have the other three lanes on the other side of of the highway. So I'm driving, and I look over, and I see somebody on the other side of the highway just kind of following along with me. And then I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, that that person's driving the wrong way. They are driving Ooh. the wrong way on the other side of this highway, this this normally very busy highway. And I'm and I'm going and and so I look I look around at the, the people in the car with me. I'm like I was like he's driving the wrong way. He's on the wrong side of the road. This guy's this guy's driving and and like they do not care. They're so out of it. They're so tired and drunk that they do not care. And I so I'm like so I'm essentially I'm by myself going, "I what is this Somebody should warn this guy. Like, where's somebody should call the police? And so, right about the time that I am like having the realization that I need to call the police, I look, I look ahead of me, and maybe like 200 meters ahead of me is a Mountain Brook policeman. And I was like, thank God. So he's driving. Obviously, he sees the the guy on the other side of the road, and he starts. He he turns his lights on. So so I'm at this point. I'm probably maybe like. 50 to 100 meters away from the cop. I'm behind the cop. The guy on, is on the other side of the highway. There's nobody else around. Nobody's coming the other direction. So I was like, thank God this is at a time where there's nobody on the on the road. So we're, we're driving. The, the, the cop has his lights on. He and the, the cop and I are on the, the other side of the road. This guy does not stop. Okay? He's in a Nissan Versa. I'll never forget. It's a silver Nissan Versa. Okay? I remember like it was yesterday. So we're driving, and I go... Nobody in the car cares, but I am watching something like off of, this is like off of Cops, okay? Like, this is from the show Cops. And this guy does not slow down. He, you can't help but see these blue lights. I mean, it's, there's nothing around. You're, these are flashing. You'll see, you're seeing the blue lights. He doesn't stop. He keeps going. And we're just driving down 280. And I'm going, this is surreal. Like, I'm just driving here at 2 in the morning. So, finally, after we go about a mile or two, this guy crosses the median, but but where where there's like a you know asphalt or whatever. So now we're all on the right side of the road. He's in front of the cop. Cop's got his lights on. This guy doesn't slow down. 
he gets down to where there's a bridge and there's like a you know a grassy section after this bridge this guy hits the curb of this like grassy section he doesn't ramp but the back end of his car probably goes two feet in the air and then slams back down and as we start to go up the hill then he finally pulls over Okay, and the cop pulls him over. And we just keep going. I take these people home. But then I come back the other direction. And the um, the car is not there. Wait, no, I can't remember if the car was there or not there. But I think the car was still there, but the cop wasn't. That's it. The car was there. Cop wasn't. I was like, somebody. Yeah, that guy's arrested. Oh, he went to jail big time. Um, so that was very just weird. I was like, I, I was like, it was like being in a scene off of cops, but you're just like one of the cars that the camera sees like nearby, you know, like, but you're that person. So anyway, that was, that was kind of a wild night, but yeah, those are the, I still have more stories to tell, but we'll save them for other episodes, folks. That's pretty good. Yep. So welcome to, so certainly this, Hey, did you know this, this uh, podcast is about movie trailers did, and video game trailers? Did you know that? Yeah. The uh, context of starting it off with Uber stories every week, makes that very clear to the audience it really does welcome to this is episode 113 folks and uh we got we got some good content wow 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 content wow so content um let's actually start with um what we done had watched this past week oh wow what we done watched i haven't watched a lot i've i've been watching the new season of resident alien so i just want to remind everyone that resident alien season two is on right now and you should be watching it because it's the best so season two is real good yeah it's real good i watched the the original first x-men movie last night did you hear did you hear hugh jackman's australian accent yeah but I, I hear it a little in the uh, I don't need a lesson on auto safety, but there's something he says a little bit before it, and I noticed it more in that, but I don't remember what it what it was now. I should have written it down, but I heard it a couple times. Um, <laughs> I really like I just really like when he when she asks him if it's claws hurt, and then he says every time. Oh yeah, this is very cool. It's very good. It's very good. Uh, looking forward to watching X Men Two to see the. Nightcrawler scene at the beginning, which is still one of the best scenes in any superhero movie ever. Oh, yeah, when he's in the White House? Yeah, oh. it's one of the coolest things ever. It's like literally one of the best scenes in anything. It, it is awesome. Like, the, the you know, Fox, you know, everybody knows what we think about Fox and, and Perlmutter and all that kind of stuff. But the 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 Nightcrawler scene in that, in that X-Men 2 and the Quicksilver scene in the first... Uh, first class. Was it in that, or was it in the one after that? Or was there, it there, there, no, the, he he rescues all the kids out of the mansion in the second one. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. Those movies all kind of run together yeah. for me. The the Matthew Vaughn X Men. Yeah, in first class he does the round room where he's running around the round room with all the cops and yeah. stuff, and then in the second right. one he rescues all the kids from the explosion in the mansion. Right. But yeah, those. I mean, that, that's something that they really did awesome. They were they were really cool. Yes. Yep. So that's that's the only thing you've watched is Resident Alien, though. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Boba Fett, obviously. Oh yeah, yeah. I watched Boba Fett too. Um, did you watch the post credit scene? Yes. Do you think? Yeah. Th- so I'm not. This is no spoilers. Do you think we'll see more of that character in like Ahsoka or in Obi Wan? I believe. I believe that the Dave Filoni Favreau 
Mandoverse is all one storyline. And so there'll be character crossovers whenever it's convenient to the, the plot that they are working on behind the scenes. Which is why the, the Book of Boba Fett was Mandalorian 2.5, as some people are calling it. Because it's the Mandalorian still, it's just the Book of Boba Fett. So it was more, this section was focused on what he was up to. Yeah. And I think it's going to work, that's how it's going to work with all of these series. You know, um, Boba Fett remembered he had a jetpack in that last episode. Yes, he did. Yeah, that last episode, the action was uh, chef's kiss. It, you know, I um, I realized what I really wanted was to see Boba Fett wreck shop. That's what I really wanted. Yeah, it's it's kind of funny because the uh, the first two episodes that Robert Rodriguez directed, he directed three and he was the showrunner. And the first episode and the third episode were my least favorite episodes of the series. And the action was not very good in them. Right. But also, he directed the episode of The Mandalorian where Boba Fett beats up the Stormtroopers, which is the best action in the entire Mandalorian. So, I don't know. I don't know why he was so good at that and the final episode. Maybe it's just they just didn't want to overstretch or something in the first half of the season, but... Seemed weird for Robert Rodriguez to have the slower episodes. Yeah, there, there's only one, and I don't know if this is a spoiler. If you haven't seen it, this is a, this is from episode. This is from a few episodes back. We're not gonna be precious about spoilers for the episodes that are more than a week old. Oh, okay. There's only one continuity thing that I have a question about, and maybe you can answer this. I might be able to. When when we see Boba Fett coming out of the Sarlacc pit, he actually comes out of the sand, like next uh-huh. to it. He's wearing his full armor. So why would yeah. he go back to the Sarlacc pit to look for his armor? Because it was gone when he woke up. And he woke up next to the Sarlacc pit. He did? Yeah. Because the Jawa, he he crawled out and he passed out, and then the Jawas stripped him right next to it. So he woke up. He was in his flight suit only. Uh, and I assume he just thought it either went back in or he doesn't remember getting out of there, perhaps. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe he doesn't remember. Like, he remembers getting out, but he doesn't remember having the armor on. Yeah, it's just, it was gone. He was next to it, so, you know. Yeah. He was just was checking, and then he, even if it was a continuity, I don't think it is an error. I think he just didn't know where it was, and that's the last place he saw it, so he was checking. It was it was worth it to get that uh, sonic charge dropped in the Sarlacc pit. Not gonna argue with you there, bro. We, it's our fa- it's is it our favorite? It's my favorite sound in Star Wars. It's my favorite sound in Star Wars. Okay. Just want to make sure we're all on the same page there. Um, the only thing, so I watched that, but I, I've been watching the Olympics. So really, we one of my family's favorite things is we all pile on the couch together at prime time. And watch the Olympics. It is my favorite thing every two years. I, I love it. My kids love it. My yeah, Aaron loves it. It's just it's really great. So you're you're uh, you're in the zone now. You weren't last week. Yeah, no, we're in the zone now. Yeah, we 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 made it to the zone. Um, shout out to Ayumu Hirano and his brother, who are incredible Japanese snowboarders. Um, they're unreal. And um, uh, so yeah, so it, it, it was very fun. Very fun. Shout out to everyone who is in the great sport of curling. The only true sport in life. <laughs> we do love uh, curling. We have caught the fever. 
uh, catch the fever. It's great. So that's what we done had watched this past week. And now we got uh, some really good new news. This is the Dumb Dudes News Network. Yeah, we have a we have a, a larger, more robust new news section this week. I love this first piece of news, Nick. This is the best thing that could have possibly happened to us as a podcast. <laughs> it really is. This is very relevant to this here podcast. Um, tell us, tell us what this what this is. Okay, so if you aren't familiar, there's a an anti Oscars basically called the Razzies, uh, which is the worst movies Oscars. Basically, it's a, called a Razzie, like a Raspberry Award. And uh, it goes to, like, worst actor, worst actress, worst screenplay, worst movie, you know, that kind of stuff. And uh, occasionally even some some celebrities with uh, good senses of humor have accepted their Razzies in person, like Halle Berry for Catwoman. <laughs> um, but, however, this year, <laughs> Bruce Willis has been given his own Razzie uh, category for the worst Bruce Willis movie of 2021 yep. because he was in so many Saban movies. Worst performance by Bruce Willis in a 2021 movie. So yep. the films listed are American Siege, Apex, Cosmic Sin, Deadlock, Fortress, Midnight in the Switchgrass, Out of Death, and Survive the Game. I believe we covered all of those except for Midnight in the Switchgrass, which I don't recall that one. It didn't even get a trailer. It was so bad, didn't even get a trailer. <laughs> yeah. There's also uh, there's a YouTube channel called uh red letter media made by some guys here in milwaukee one of the guys who works in the same office as me and they did a a video recently that i haven't watched yet but it's called the bruce willis fake movie factory and i kind of want to check that out oh man that's very relevant so like there's other people that have picked up sort of on the same things that we're picking up on i think Uh uh-huh yeah uh pretty weird but that's hilarious that he has his own category now yes yep uh, all right, so then second piece of news here, we have release dates for all the Star Wars stuff um, after Boba Fett. Yeah, so there's like movies and series coming out. Yeah. The closest being uh, the Bad Batch Season 2, which which is believed to be May 4th uh, starting release date, and Obi-Wan Kenobi, which is coming out May 25th, which is the 45th anniversary of the release of New Hope. And uh, Rogue Squadron is coming out December 22nd of next year, 2023. There was a kerfuffle with that recently where they they pushed it back. So everyone was like screaming online about how it was canceled and all this like Patty Jenkins was fired and all this stuff. And then it was just, you know, internet blowhard nonsense because it wasn't true. She just wanted more time to work on it. Uh, and they pushed back all the Marvel movies at the same time as well. And no one freaked out about that. Uh, there's Star Wars The Droid Story, which I'm I'm not sure when that's coming out. There's no release date here, even though this article is about release dates. Uh, that's going to be on Disney+. Plus. Kevin Feige pitched a Star Wars movie that they're making. That is also forthcoming, and Taika Waititi has one uh, coming out as well. And there's a bunch of, like, half-made ideas for things. But as far as, like, hard dates... We really just have Obi-Wan Kenobi May 25th, and then we're also getting season one of Andor this year, 2022, probably later on in the year, and uh, The Mandalorian season three, which will probably be like the end of December, December again. 
there is no mistaking Marvel's influence on Star Wars right now, right? Correct. They, all the Mandalorian, um, Mandaloriverse. What do we want to call this? Uh, people call it the Favroniverse. Favroniverse. The this uh, with everything being connected, it kind of a deal, which is the, the, the Marvel strategy. Um, yep. There, you know, there's no denying the influence. I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna fanboy about this. About Kevin Feige, sort of dipping his toes into the the Star Wars universe, but but there's a little bit of fangirling going on in this here heart about that. Yeah, I guarantee that will be good. I don't even need to wonder. No, that 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 man. Um, safe to say he knows what he's doing. Yeah, I bet Brie Larson will be in it. Oh yeah. Well, there's a there's a uns, I saw something too about an unscripted show uh, on Disney Plus with Brie Larson and is it Jeremy Renner maybe? Oh, they it's not the same show. They each got their own show at the same time. But it said unscripted. Does that mean that there it's like a reality show? Yeah, Jeremy Renner's is called Renovations. I think it's him like building stuff. And I forget what Brie Larson's is. It's like a travel show, I think. Oh. But we think that Brie Larson might be... What if she's Mara Jade? That would be rad. Uh, George Lucas famously hated Mara Jade. And I think sometimes they sort of are a little deferential to his wishes in these new Star Wars movies. And I don't know if they'll make Mara Jade. But I feel like if someone was going to, it would be Dave Filoni. um, Who's just quietly restoring the Heir to the Empire novels to canon. Which makes him the greatest hero of our generation. (laughs) I still want that anime that with the um, the Jedi that you well they weren't all Jedi kind of a deal you know that one yeah that was so good the the eighth Jedi or the ninth Jedi uh, or whatever it was called you know we have a little distance between having watched that and now and and that's that is what I want that's the one that I want yeah that was my favorite one so good Brie Larson auditioned for Jin Erso and did not get it. But I think she, because she, she's obsessed with Star Wars, like she's got a bunch of lightsabers in her house and stuff. But uh, I think she'll probably be in the Kevin Feige one because she obviously has an in. Right. She's an she's a she's an uh, Academy Award winning actress. Yeah, she won Best Actress for Room. Yeah. A very hard movie to watch. Is it? Yeah. Why? It's a dark movie. Uh, why do they like movies like that? Uh. Cause it's uh, if you're unhappy, it's it's art. <laughs> if you're unhappy, it's art. Welcome to our podcast. <laughs> this, this podcast is art. Uh, Taika Waititi, we're excited about, but uh, honestly, I like this the Star Wars series. Like, I'm way more excited about series than I am about movies. For Star Wars, I think it works better as a long form series, way better than movies. Yeah. This you know this Rian Johnson movie trilogy question mark. They ain't gonna do that. Um, I think if he had a a reign, like if if Filoni was his continuity man, his and like reigned him in, I think it could be cool because he's got some cool ideas, you know, and he can he can make a good movie. He just needs a little bit of he needs some he needs some barriers, you know. Uh. You don't agree? I do, I don't agree because I don't I like his better than the JJ Abrams installments because The Force Awakens is just a remake of A New Hope and The Last Jedi or The Last Jedi had its problems 
uh, the Canto Bite stuff was terrible, and but at least it wasn't a remake of one of the other ones. And then Rise of Skywalker is just a mess. Somehow Palpatine returned. Yeah, I just I still can't get out of my mind uh, Space Witch Leia flying through space with the Force. See, to me that that reminds me more of the like EU novels than than anything else. That's the kind of stuff that was happening in the Star Wars books. But it's better than I don't know. I like the Force Awakens is good, but it is just it's the same plot as a New Hope. Like it straight up is the same plot with the Death Star and everything. Uh the Last Jedi is like half good. Yeah. Uh yeah. It's like half good. Yeah. And Rise of Skywalker was just uh fan service retcon nonsense. Yeah. We don't need to waste time talking about that trilogy, do we? No, we don't. It's I don't care about those movies. After I saw Rise of Skywalker, I just was like, eh, I'll just watch the shows. Like, if you like the sequels, good for you. It's fine. It doesn't hurt anything. I just don't care about them so much. Still the best trailer of all time, though, Force Awakens. Yeah, oh, 100%. Force Awakens is the best trailer of all time. Ever. Ever. Uh, all right, so that, we, okay, we went through that. Now, this, um... This other piece of news here, we got the first images from Amazon's Lord of the Rings. This was in, was it Vanity Fair? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Vanity Fair. And I gotta say, they look good. Yeah, they do. Uh, I, Morvid Clark looks cool as Gladrail for sure. Yeah, that's, that's the image that I have in my mind. Yeah, I like her as an actress. I can pronounce her weird Celtic name. Tell, t- talk. I want you to talk about, here on this podcast, here on this recording... What your thoughts on the the guys with the antlers on their backs and who you think they are? I have no idea. I don't know. I haven't read the Silmarillion in, oh, when was I in high school? 2004? 2003? That's like 19 years, man. Yeah, it's been about 20 years since I've read it too. Um, was it? I thought it was you that was saying you thought that they were nomads from... That was Missy. Oh, Missy said that. Oh, I, we we have a text thread, and I sometimes don't see who wrote wrote stuff. I'm looking at that photo right now, and they look awesome. Yeah, so they they're probably men that migrated to Middle Earth. I think is what she was saying. Uh huh. And they're like nomadic or, or something, but they they look really cool. They have these giant antlers on their backs. Yeah, the the aesthetic so far. Is cool. I like how they look. Like they have these giant antlers on their backs. There's uh, a bunch of like elven characters. They they look like I could connect them with the original trilogy movies in my mind. However, I haven't seen any orcs yet. I want to see an orc. Yeah, I wonder if they'll deviate much on on the way that the orcs look. But you know, we had a lot of variety of orcs and goblins in the original Lord of the Rings. Yeah, that's true. The because the goblins were the like underground versions of them. Yeah, big and then eyes. There's orcs. Yep, yeah, and the orcs lived on the surface, and then there's urukai, which are uh, obviously a separate thing. Yeah, it 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 is looking good so far aesthetically. And there's this one guy who's got like this like this elven guy. That picture of him with the torch and his armor's got like a tree face em- emblazoned in it. That guy's got a cool armor set. I like that a lot. Anything with uh, tree faces and ants, you love. I'm I'm an ant. I'm an ant man. I like the ants the best. That's my favorite. I like Two Towers is the best uh, of the three original movies, although it's, 
they were all perfect, so it's like, how do you <laughs> really choose a set? I just think that uh, the ants are my favorite, so I like Two Towers best. Yeah, but like Galadriel looks so cool. Her armor <laughs> is da 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 dope. Yeah, she looks awesome. I I I'm getting I'm getting excited about this. I'll just go ahead and say it. I'm getting excited about this. I'm still I'm still very leery of it because I'm extremely protective of Lord of the Rings, but it is starting to look good. Yeah, so we, I, I, we hopefully we'll get some maybe some vidges, some teasery stuff. I don't know, some just something. Give us, give us something. There might be. I'm. Do you think there'll be a Super Bowl trailer? <gasps> I didn't even think about that, but that would make sense. Oh man, I yeah. hope. Gosh, we could we could in 24 hours from now be getting a trailer for this secretly. Uh, are we gonna get an Obi Wan trailer? My guess. Let's do some guesses here. Okay. For the Super Bowl right. trailer. Super Bowl trailer guest time. Moon Knight for sure. Yep, hundred percent easy. Doctor Strange and the uh, Multiverse of Madness. Yep, yep. We're gonna get that for sure. Yep. I think Obi Wan Kenobi for sure. Okay. That's I a maybe for Amazon, me. I'm. I'm. We're we're getting less confident as we go. Uh, <laughs> Obi Wan Kenobi. I think we'll get it, but I haven't heard any rumors about it, which makes me hesitant to commit. But I am gonna commit. I believe we will get an Obi Wan trailer tomorrow. Uh, Amazon Lord of the Rings. I'm, I'm hopeful, but I'm not 100% sure we'll get that. And then there's a rumor that we're going to get one for Thor Love and Thunder. But to me, uh, six months in advance is, is a little wild. So I don't know about that. I think maybe there will be a Marvel sizzle reel, like a, like a sizzle reel for subscribing to Disney Plus or something that might have some more stuff from Captain or from uh, Ms. Marvel and maybe She-Hulk and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Stranger Things. I think we're going to get one for Stranger Things. Guarantee, yeah. That one's one that seems like a strong uh, contender there. And Top Gun, I bet. Yeah. When did did they have... Do we have an updated release date for that? I've I've lost all concept of when Top Gun Maverick is coming out. Yeah. Let's he's pro- honestly like he's probably directed another movie after that and like he literally did that one that's coming out on netflix oh. that spider spider something spider head yeah that's right oh my god Jeez, louise uh all right well we shall may see. 27th may 27th okay top gun uh i i need top gun i need it i did look the names kaczynski yeah Joseph Kaczynski. Joseph Kaczynski, man. All right, so let's uh, let us know your Super Bowl predictions. If you got, uh, who's going to have good commercials? Even I don't know. Let us know. Let us know your predictions of a thing that will literally be happening as this episode is released. Um, last piece of news here. This is more you than me. You're you're more attached to this than me. What are your thoughts on um, Futurama? All right. So they announced the other day. Uh, that they were make or Hulu had ordered a revival of Futurama, which is one of my favorite things on the on the cataloged universe. Is Futurama? It's one of my favorite series of all time, and I was extremely excited because it seems to always come back when you need it most. But then all of a sudden they're like, most of the original cast is returning, and then John DiMaggio, who is Bender, one of the most important people on the show, was like, "Well, I got lowballed." He's like, Disney can afford to pay us like more than we got paid the first time we made the show, you know? 
Yeah. And so he's like, I'm not going to just sign on for uh, a low amount of money. And so he's he was, his negotiations kind of stalled, and they were like threatening to recast him. And it, it, it's, to me, I'm not gonna. I'm not. It has to be John DiMaggio, Billy West, Katie Seagal, and Maurice LaMarche have to all be in Futurama for me to watch it. Like if if they recast John DiMaggio, I'm not gonna watch some scab bender. <laughs> um. Do you think because of the backlash, the fan react fans reaction that they will go back to the negotiation table? I think they will uh I think this stuff happens a lot of the time. Like this happened a million times with the Simpsons when they were renegotiating their contracts. Mm-hmm. But also if they don't, I'm not going to watch Scab Bender and Futurama is one of my favorite things on earth and if you can't get me to watch it it's going to be a problem for Hulu. So, I remember there's some controversy about recasting Abu in, in the Simpsons? Simpsons. Yeah, do you have thoughts about that? Um, times times change, and if people don't want uh, white guys to be voicing non-white characters, I think white people should listen to them. Yeah, I just I can't remember what the fan reaction was to that. Uh, it was mixed. Was there it was mixed? people that yeah people that. Uh, agreed, because Harry Kondabalu, comedian, made that documentary, The Problem with Apu, and uh, as a as a result, the conversation started. And Hank Azaria, who does the voice, was super into not doing it. He was like, you know, he's like, I based I I was doing this because Peter Sellers did this kind of character in like the '60s or '70s or whenever Peter Sellers was doing that. And he's like times change and people's people's uh acceptance of things change and you have to like listen to them so i feel like hank azaria was pretty mature about it and then there's people on the internet that are just like don't think anything should ever change and no one should ever evolve or or think of new things you know yeah yeah well, well, hope we, sh- we shall see if this uh, if these negotiations with Mr. DiMaggio get worked out. But I hope everything works out in a way that everyone is happy. Me too. That's what I hope. All right. Well, that does it for the the new news, and that brings us to new new the new new new. Uh, is it a is it a ghost or is it just uh, someone falling? It was a goat, actually. Oh, a goat, goat. A, a ghost of a goat. All right. New, new. Well, we got some new, new trailers here. We have an Adele Nineine. Yeah, some of them are good, some of them are not. It's a mixed bag, baby. Like humanity, a mixed bag. Some of them are real movies this time, though. They are. So we're going to start off with a real movie and something I'm ex- still si- still excited about, and that's Lightyear. Yeah, so this is a full trailer for the uh, Chris Evans-led Buzz Lightyear a Pixar movie, and this is about Buzz Lightyear, the the character, not the toy. It's uh, like the movie that would exist in the universe that the toys are made from, you know? And I saw the dumbest comment on the internet about this of all time. Oh? And someone was complaining that they're like, the CGI is so advanced, they don't look like toys. It's like, it's not a toy, you dumb. <laughs> <laughs> you dumb dumb? See the thing is is that people will will take the effort to comment dumb stuff like this, but they don't take the effort to research it or know anything about it. 
So people will see something, know nothing about it, and still voice their idiot opinions. That's the internet in a nutshell. Well, Nick, these are the same people that when they have a question, which they can literally talk to their phone and it will give them an answer in five seconds, Uh instead will choose to post it or ask it somewhere where it's not going to have a good chance of getting answered accurately. Yeah. Uh, The internet, man. The internet, man. So uh, I think this looks awesome still. I cannot wait for this. Yeah, I think it looks great. There's like he's got like a little robot uh cat that's like a digital assistant robot and there's at the end of the trailer it's like I can provide sleep sounds or white noise and <laughs> it just opens its mouth and starts making the white noise sound and it's <laughs> that got me real good. It's very funny. Pretty good stuff. Pretty good stuff. So that should be really fun when it comes out. Is that coming out this year, I think? It's coming out this year. Right? Yeah, it's. Uh, I just had it open. It looks like a summertime day. movie. June seventeenth. Hey, comes out. I was right. So looking forward to that. Uh, next trailer we got here is a booger and a half. It's cheaper by the dozen. It's a dozen boogers. A dozen. Boogers. Yeah, this is the raucous exploits of a blended family of twelve, the Bakers, as they navigate hectic home life while sim- simultaneously managing their family business. Uh, this is a Disney Plus movie. It's not a theatrical movie. It's a reboot. It's a reboot. Uh, the Cheaper by the Dozen with Steve Martin came out in, I think, 2003? <laughs> that sounds right. I don't know. So that was like 19 years ago. This movie has Zach Braff, who I love, and Gabrielle Union, who's good, and Ron Funches, who I love. But it is a really, really bad looking movie. Oh, <laughs> it's so God. cheesy. It looks so corny, so cheesy. Yeah, this is... This is, um, I have to remind myself of this, that the demographic for this movie is the same demographic that likes talking animal movies. So this movie needs an enema. <laughs> uh, I'm going to find some talking animal movies for you soon, Ben. Just just I wait. Just I. I'm just gonna, me wait. I'm going to do a whole episode one day, and it's all going to be talking animal movies. See, I'm not going to kill you, Ben, but I want you to do me a favor. I want you to tell all your friends about me. Uh, that you're a supervillain? <laughs> yeah. Because you would do because th- that is that kind of stuff, bro, is supervillain stuff. Let me just tell you. Yeah. You would you would wound me in such a way. You would wound me. By yeah, doing I, I I I can be cruel, Ben. I can be cruel. If it's funny, if it's funny enough, I can be cruel. Yeah, sure, for a laugh, anything for a laugh. Um, so, not gonna see this one. Don't care. Bye. Uh, next movie. Gosh, man, this next one. Okay, we ha- we got a trailer for Jurassic World Dominion. The, yeah. the the dinosaurs are coming to town. Dinosaurs are coming to town. <laughs> dinosaurs are coming to town. Hey, hey. Oh, boy. Dinosaurs are coming. Guys, we did this in Jurassic Park Lost World, and guess what? It wasn't as great as the idea, which sounded great on paper, turned out to be not great. I consider Jurassic Park Lost World to be one of the worst sequels of all history. Agreed. Uh, This movie here, I should be excited because it's Sam Neill and uh, crew are all back. You know, Laura Dern. Yeah, Laura Dern and Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum, guys, it should be great. But you know, these 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 movie executives were so preoccupied with whether or not they could, they didn't stop to think if they should. Did you? 
as soon as I saw that the dinosaurs were like in public again, I just was like, I'm never gonna watch. Like I really wanted to see the original cast back together, but yeah. I, now I don't. Yeah, I was like, this is. Um, I know this is gonna be a disappointment, and you wanna know you wanna know why? How I know this? Because when Jeff Goldblum did the sequel to one of the greatest movies ever made, Independence Day, Resurgence or Resurrect, whatever. I don't even can't remember the name of it. Whatever the sequel was, it was just like I think it was Resurgence. You know, it was just like you know the. The original Independence Day is one of the greatest movies ever made. It was a pivotal movie in my life at 13 years if old. If you say so. It, at 13 years old, it, it, it hit. It hit fresh, okay? I love that movie. I've cosplayed in that, from that movie. That was actually the cosplay that you did of it makes the movie better <laughs> for me. <laughs> um, and I just think, you know, res, re, Resurgence or whatever was such a disappointment. And it was such a waste of Jeff Goldblum. And the guy who plays his dad, such a waste that I think that's what this is going to be. It's just going to be a waste. Did you get like when you saw Bryce Dallas Howard? Were you like, you shouldn't be wasting your time in this bad dinosaur movie? You uh, should be directing Star Wars movies. A hundred percent. I was like, stop. <laughs> look, I, I, look. If you love to do this, if truly, if if you get great joy out of this, then, then that's fine. Do it. But as a fan, what you, we know, what you need to be doing. And that's directing Star Wars. Because, baby, you it. I want to go up to her and be like, are they making you do this? Do you want this? Yeah. <laughs> like, do you want to be here? Because if you don't, I will take you away. I will help you. Let me help you get to Star Wars land. Yeah. Like, if she wants to do this, I support her. Because yes. she's the GOAT. Yeah. She is. Bryce Dallas Howard is the GOAT. Yeah. Uh, give give us your your best Star Wars lady. We love you. Um, so I will, am I going to see this in the theater? No, I'm, this is, I'm going to wait. I'm not going to watch it. I don't care at all. Period. Period. He's not going to watch it. Period. I I just, I wish things were different. I maybe in a, maybe in the Berenstein Bears universe, it's, it's good. I don't know. We just don't think they should have made more Jurassic Park movies after the first one. I never asked for dinosaurs in the snow, Nick. You never did, no. I didn't. I, I, did anybody ask for dinosaurs in the snow? I don't want the... Di- I just don't like it. I just don't want it or like it. I got an idea, Nick. Instead of making this movie, why did y'all not make Pleistocene Park? Yeah, make that. Make Pleistocene Park. Just make a spinoff. Just make them keep making parks on islands and that fail if you're going to have to do it. But stop bringing them into the rest of the world. It's dumb. Uh, do, you, do you remember the movie Carnosaur that came out on VOD? Or, or yes, the, I do. VOD didn't exist. It came out on like cassette, sci-fi channel, or, probably <laughs> your VHS. Yeah. Uh, when when Jurassic Park came out, so if if they were gonna make a a Carnosaur sequel around to be out in you know at Blockbuster when this movie comes out, what would it be called? Jurassic World Dominion. <laughs> 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 um. Dinosaur City. Di- <laughs> Carnosaur <in> Dinosaur City. <laughs> Car- Carnosaur Dinosaur. Famously, there's a. I think there was an image on the box of Carnosaur where you have the whatever the the Carnosaur is, like an Allosaurus or maybe it's a T Rex or something. It looked different. Well, there's it, maybe it was a Carnotaurus. A, maybe it was a maybe. Hey, maybe it was a Carnicaria. Uh, and it was, it's like a profile shot of that dinosaur and like some guy with like a forklift, I think it was, or a bobcat or something like face it <laughs> off. <laughs> Just so stupid. And I was like, oh, well, Jurassic World has finally made its way around to that. To basically yeah, that. Jurassic World, yeah, that's what it is. 
It's uh, just uh, bad. Not yeah. good. Car- Carnosaur. I can't. I'm trying to think of a word that starts with D. Car- Carnosaur devastation. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what this is. Yeah. I don't know. We don't care. Who cares about this? Uh, moving on to something else. Uh, we have a trailer for... This is not a trailer. This is something... I don't know what this is. It's something it's a for sizzle Bla- reel. A sizzle reel for 2022 for DC. Uh-huh. Um, Black Adam is like the feature point on this, I guess. Yeah, so they wanted to show that they had a little more footage from that. Uh, it doesn't make sense because this movie comes out this year. Like Black Adam comes out in July. Uh-huh. So... They should have either... A f- it's like the same as Thor, Love and Thunder. This is too early to start advertising it in earnest. But if you're going to show something, show something. This is all just like little snippets of characters from these. And it's, and they went through their whole roster of the year, like Aquaman 2 and uh, Shazam and Black Adam and just all these bad things that I don't like. <laughs> yeah, Bat- The Batman is the only one that I care about. Yeah, that's the only one i will be seeing and that's because it's not connected in any way to the previous Zack snyder verse which is garbo yeah oh the flash the worst of all i can't stand that dude man that plays him ezra yeah. miller no i can't stand that guy we are this is a this is i hate to say it is this the anti ezra miller podcast? yeah no i have nothing good to say about him or his acting i do not like uh ezra miller and uh, I don't care about what they're doing with the Flash. We just uh, listen. This is not this is not the anti DC podcast. It's just not as good when you have yeah, like in a world with with Marvel being as good as it is. We don't need DC guys. Yeah, it's I still really want to see the Batman. Yeah, give us the Batman. That's all we care about is the Batman because yeah. it's like Wonder Woman's kind of gone downhill. Yeah, you know, I don't own the second Wonder Woman on Blu-ray. If that tells you anything. Yeah, I didn't. I, I, I felt embarrassed while I was watching that. <laughs> like, I felt cringe. Yeah, that, yeah. Like, it's like, because Patty Jenkins is awesome, and uh-huh. the first one is great. It's just like, why couldn't, and, and it has, uh, it has Din Jarin in it. Like, come on. Yeah, yep. Kristen Wiig, too. Come when on, I was watching man. it, when I was watching it, I wanted Kristen Wiig to win. <laughs> I was like, you're the bad guy, but I'm really rooting for you. Come on, man. How, what, how would Owen Wilson say? He'd say, yeah, make a good movie, man. Hey, man, just just make a good movie. You don't gotta do you don't gotta do a bad one. Like you have <laughs> you have the tools to make this good. And All you've the done pieces it are there. Yeah, the, <laughs> like look what we're doing here. We're making a Loki series, and it's real good, man. It's it's great. Oh, Loki uh, is Loki season two starts filming. I think in June. Is that right? Oh wow. wow! Yeah, it is. Yeah, in London, uh, Owen Wilson's going to be in it. He's he's coming back. He's Mobius. We like we we love Owen Wilson here. Yep, I think my Owen Wilson's pretty good. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I like. I enjoy it. Uh, let us uh, write write into this if you hate his. Li- <laughs> yeah, let me know if it's better or worse than my Nick Cage. <laughs> yep. Uh, all right, so we're met on this sizzle real cr- uh, junk. Uh, then we have a trailer, a new trailer for Sonic Two, and they they've up the uh, they up the budget on this one, don't you think? Yeah, this one rules. Uh, Sonic Two looks awesome. Knuckles is in it, and he's voiced by Idris Elba, which is hilarious to me. <laughs> I didn't. I don't think I knew that. Oh yeah, it's Idris Elba is, is Knuckles. Okay. And uh, Doctor Robotnik looks like Doctor Robotnik because of the events of the first movie. Yeah. 
and there's like all these giant robots and tails is there. It just looks goofy and fun. Yeah. I think like the first movie is basically a setup for this, I think. This is what Sonic is like meant meant to be, maybe? This is Sonic the Winter Soldier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is. Um the big giant robot, Dr. Robotic, I mean, it looks like Eggman, Robotnik, like, it looks awesome. Yeah, it looks great. I'm really excited about this. This, uh, it's just so weird, like, that I'm excited about this, because I, I don't really know anything about Sonic. I never played a Sonic game in my life. Oh, really? Yeah, because I didn't have video games, really. Oh, that's right. Yeah, no, I played tons of Sonic, and I like the character. Obviously, all of his games have not been good, and not all the characters from the Sonic universe are good, but... uh, but you know, I think it's uh, I think it's like, we're not the target demographic for this. It's a kids movie, you know. Right. But this is it's a kids movie that's not super annoying. Like it's it's a, it's obviously a kids movie when you watch it, but it's not like an animal talking movie. Like you can actually watch it. I enjoyed the first one. I thought it was fun. Yeah. And this one looks better. Yeah, it does. So we will probably check that out. Probably not in the theater, but well, actually, my son is really into Sonic, so I might take him to the theater as like a little. Dad. That might be a fun one. Yeah, Dad for, takes you to the theater. Yeah. So yeah, so that's mm-hmm. coming out, and then um, we'll probably get a new trailer. We'll probably see either this trailer or a new trailer for it at the Super Bowl. It'll probably be a shortened version of this if I had to. Yeah, that's guess. what I would guess. Like a thirty-second version of this one. Yeah. Yep. Um, then we have. Oh man, this looks so good. It's a trailer for the Atom Project. This one is, I think, my favorite one of this week. I think I agree with you. Yeah, I'm gonna agree. Which with is you. weird because it's a Netflix movie. Yeah, it yeah, but it God, the action on this looks solid. The special effects, the premise. So the do you, like do you do you have the premise pulled up for this? I do. The- it's a time traveling pilot teams up with his younger self and his late father to come to terms with his past while saving the future. Okay. I have this thought all the time like what if you could go back in time and meet your younger self? This is the opposite of Disney's The Kid. Yeah. It's like the opposite of that. That's but like, so weird. That we were, I was talking about that movie yesterday, and and to have it was unrelated to this, but to have two people mention Disney's the kid that do a podcast <laughs> within two days of each other. That's the first time anyone's ever mentioned the kid since it came out. Yeah, that's weird. So in the year two thousand, at the same week as X Men. Oh wow! Was it really? Yeah. Wow. That's what the context was of us talking. Jess and I were talking about it yesterday. Okay. Well, this, um, I have this sort of thought, like, what would my, like, eight-year-old self think of me now? Like, would he, you know, would he think I'm cool? Like, all the skills that I've attained and all the places I've been and stuff I've done, you know? And so this is kind of that, except, like, this future version of himself is, like, from a really cool future with time travel and stuff. Yeah. My eight-year-old self would love my my museum room here with all my figures and <laughs> and, and statues and stuff. So yeah. So this is I mean, but this looks really really good. Zoe Saldana, you know, she, I don't think she's going to sign on to a project that's not going to be good and fun. Yeah, Zoe Saldana rules. Jennifer Garner's in it. Catherine Keener, Mark mm-hmm. Ruffalo. I like yeah. all those people. Yeah, I, I can. I may watch this the day it comes out on Netflix. Yeah, that's where I'm sort of leaning because this looks good and the action looks good and Ryan Reynolds is fun. Yeah, absolutely. I still need to see Free Guy. I still haven't seen Free Guy. I want to watch that. Uh, maybe I'll watch that tonight. It's on Disney Plus. Oh, is it really? It is actually coming to Disney Plus on February 23rd. I believe so. Are you sure? Let me check. I have an app. Uh, the, in case anyone doesn't know, 
there's an app called uh, Just Watch that you can search for things and uh, it'll tell you what streaming service they're on. I need, yeah. And I use this app a lot. Oh, and maybe it's not on Disney Plus yet. Womp womp. It's not. Okay, boo. Maybe it'll come out on HBO or something. Nope. Disney Plus on February 23rd. Just a week off, guys. Yeah. I want to watch that Nightmare Alley just came out on HBO, that Guillermo del Toro movie. Mmm. I don't remember anything about it. There was the Bradley Cooper one with Galadriel in it. That's yeah. right. That's right. That's right. That's yep. right. Yep. Yep. Uh, all right. So let's let's actually talk about this here next trailer, which is for Firestarter, which is, I didn't know, it's Stephen King? Yeah, this is a Stephen King book. Uh, a young girl tries to understand how she mysteriously gained the power to set things on fire with her mind. Uh, this is I've read a lot of Stephen King. Not probably a drop in the bucket of the amount of Stephen King there is because he's written 5,000 books. But I've read a good chunk of books. I've not read Firestarter. So I don't know, I don't know a ton about this. I know that there's a character named Rainbird who is... Uh, well known to not be a very good Native American character, you know, like real tropey, mm. but that Michael Gray Eyes is playing him in this because he was like, I can fix this character. Uh, so that's kind of cool uh, that he was he was like, ah, I'll, I'll make it good. Michael Gray Eyes is great. <laughs> he's in he's in some stuff that I've seen, but I don't think he's in anything. You might not know him. Yeah, I mean, I've heard the name. I, he's I a good actor. I feel like I've seen him in trailers. We've talked about him in trailers before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's yeah. In, he's been in some trailers. Okay, this is this basically is reverse Frozen. It is, yeah, hundred percent is. It, it almost is like Frozen Dexter, because she likes to hurt people, but she's like, I only want to hurt bad guys. So that's like Frozen Dexter. Yeah, it's like you know it's Stephen King, so everyone's got to be a little off. Uh, yeah, because it's I. I always hesitate to call Stephen King horror because it's it doesn't ever feel like horror to me. It feels like like sci-fi horror. Like it's not full horror ever with Stephen King. Yeah, it's a he's got his own brand of horror. Yeah, it's cause it's it's everything he does feels like it's seventies or early eighties. No matter what, no matter when it's set, <laughs> because of the way he writes. You yeah, because he's like a seventies guy. So yeah the inner monologues and stuff it's just it has its own weird feel to it i don't know yeah i still every once in a while make a lango Lears reference <laughs> oh lango Lears, man <laughs> yep um so i you know i this is probably not for me um it looks fine i guess this is one that i'll probably watch streaming because yeah. i tend to check out stephen king stuff yeah uh, all right, so then next we have a trailer for The Girl from Plainview based on a true true events, but I don't even I don't know what this is. What is this? This is a true crime thing that was very very much too recent to make a, a exploitative Hulu series about. Uh, it's inspired by the true story of Michelle Carter's unprecedented texting suicide case, explores Carter's relationship with Conrad Roy III and the events that led to his death and later her conviction on inv- of involuntary manslaughter. Honestly, I think that the purpose of this movie was to see if they could make Elle Fanning look less attractive and make her look like the person, the real person, because the thumbnail here, she looks exactly like her. And they did, like, they did something to her to make her look weird. It's like Elle Fanning usually has a very ethereal sort of elven look to her. Yeah. Like, 
like Anya Taylor Joy Jr. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they turned her into like a weird, uh, non-El Fanning look, and I think that are was her eyebrows naturally that thick? No, that's what one of the things they did to her to make her look like this girl. Yeah, very thick eyebrow, brown eyebrows, like blonde hair, brown eyebrows, but very thick eyebrows. Yeah, she looks weird. Like her forehead looks weird. Her hair is weird, or something. Something's weird about it. Uh, Chloe Sevigny is in this movie. I don't know. I just think it was too soon. It's too soon to do this. Mm. Too soon. Like Nick this says. is like two years ago. I don't know. Hmm. That is. Very I'm not strange. gonna watch this. Yeah. Nah, me neither. Who cares? All right. Last trailer we got here is for Cosmic Dawn. Yeah. Okay. This one is after witnessing the alien abduction of her mother as a child, Aurora joins the UFO cult, the Cosmic Dawn. Now moved on from the cult, Aurora is forced to confront her past and pursue the ultimate truth about the Cosmic Dawn. Now, when I first watched this, my initial instinct was that this is the first movie where the budget is listed as paycheck to paycheck. Like, they were paying for this as they go. Yeah. But then Jess said that it seems like, she's like, this looks like a Doom Patrol plot. And I was like, this does look like a Doom Patrol plot. So I wonder if it's tongue in cheek. I don't know. It's it. They didn't portray that very well in the trailer. If that is the case, my Agreed. my takeaway from this was at the end there are literally five movie studios associated with this movie. My theory is they each paid for a portion of this. Oh, you pay for the first one fifth, and we'll pay for the second one fifth. Blah blah blah. Yeah, they had to check when their credit card due dates were, so they didn't overlap, so they could pay for <laughs> chunks of it at a time. Yeah. So, or it could be money laundering, you know, it's some money laundering scheme and they made five studios, they're like shell companies. These five studios are like shell companies. Ever since Breaking Bad, every time I've ever seen a car wash, I assumed it was a drug money laundering scheme. Well, you know, the big like internet uh, conspiracy theories that those mattress stores are all money laundering operations. Yep. yep. (laughs) And I believe that too, just based on the amount of them that are in Schaumburg, Illinois alone. I used to work in Schaumburg and there's a hundred of them. My son is crying because I won't open a can of Sprite for him. You don't want him to have the sugar? I don't. I don't want him to have the sugar. He's four years old. Yeah, he doesn't need that. So Rot your teeth. Yeah, him crying. And also that much before bed, too. Like It's 5.50. Well, he goes to bed at like 7.30, so. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm agreeing oh. with you. Okay, okay yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, I don't. You can hit a little crocodile tears. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. You're not my dad. <laughs> So we're not going to watch that, and that does it for the new, new trailers. And that brings us to the trailer mailers. Oh, wow. You've got mail. Yeah, last week we asked, what's the dumbest gritty reboot that doesn't exist that you can think of that would exist? We got some good answers. <laughs> we got some good ones. So uh, Squid said the Peanuts uh, set in the slums. <laughs> Snoopy is a rabid dog. Linus is addicted to ecstasy, and that's why he sucks his thumb. This is very creative, by the way. And the adults talk weird because they're always drunk. This is because Fresh Prince, Archie, and Urkel were already taken. I forgot about Riverdale last week when we were talking about this question. It's like, oh, that is the dumbest one already. I enjoy watching Riverdale because it is so bad. Like, I like to hate watch that. Yeah. Uh, But only with stuff. So we we haven't seen it in a couple years because we have to get together to watch it. Uh, Kevin said... 
A gritty reboot of Captain Planet as directed by Tim Burton sounds particularly <laughs> atrocious to me. I'm sure Johnny Depp would be cast as the titular Captain no doubt. Planet. Yep. And Helena Bonham Carter would probably be Gaia. It would likely be a fresher take on climate change in the modern day and sounds like it would be particularly awful if elements of a musical were also smeared into the oh. sad, gritty cake. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah. I'd that's... rather have the Don Cheadle Funny or Die one where he's like, <laughs> shooting oh, yeah. beams out of his crotch that turns people into shrubs <laughs> would be better easily yep. um charlie said this is so good charlie said film noir inspector gadget <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine i i was picturing blade runner 2049 but where like ryan gosling would suddenly be like go go gadget arm it'd be, it'd be uh, like go go gadget arm yeah, I just picture that part. The part where in twenty forty nine where he sort of breaks down and he's like screaming and knocking stuff over, <laughs> but like wearing the Inspector Gadget costume. He's like limping, holding his arm, and like oils dripping out like blood. <laughs> he lays back down on the steps. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna watch Blade Runner. Yeah, and then like a, a <laughs> magnifying glass, a magnifying glass pops out of his forearm, but every time it does, blood comes out, and and, the, and then the girl says, "Does that hurt when every when it comes time. out?" Every time. Every time. (laughs) It's terrible. What a great idea. Missy said Ted Lasso. (laughs) Uh, His his ex-wife could remain the same character, though. It made me think of, uh, in Ted Lasso, it made me think of Led Tasso, where he's he's being a jerk to them. Oh, yeah, Led Tasso. (laughs) And Coach Beard's like, it's Led Tasso. He's He's made an appearance. And then he's like yelling at him and stuff, and it's to get, it's he does it to get Jamie to stick up for the rest of the team so they like Jamie again, but yeah, Led Tasso, good answers all. Thank you for those answers. Excellent, uh, excellent work as always. If you want to do excellent work, you can follow us on Instagram at Trailer Blazers Podcast, or you can email us like Kevin at trailerblazerspod at gmail dot com. You can follow us on Twitter at trailer underscore blazers if you want to see updates when new episodes release, but don't try and contact us there. We will not and never will check the notifications. If you're feeling extra generous, you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It's still the best way for the show to gain traction. And if you're going to do that, quick me, he's going to tell you what happens. I just don't understand you, baby, because what does he do every week, baby? He tells you if you live like Fox Star Riding on there, we's going to make a movie about a different type of extinct animal coming into the city but not dinosaurs because obviously that's been done and, and actually twice and three times if you count carnosaur okay. so what we're gonna do is we're gonna have a tag of the dodo birds and the tasmanian tigers and they're gonna come in they've been bred and and uh like rabbits or something and there's lots of them or maybe like those rabbits from those ubisoft games and that's wacky. That's what it's going to be. It's a comedy. And it's going to be wacky dodo birds and just wacky, just Tasmanian tigers goofing. Busy. That's what the movie is going to be about. It's going to be a lighthearted romp. It's not going to be serious and ain't nobody going to get bit by them things. Well, you may, it'd be funny. Like it bites them on the finger and, and you know, it's ow. And it throbs. And then they have to tie a little bandage on it. Like in them. Bugs Bunny cartoons. And did I mention it's animated? Because it is. Uh, because, well, sometimes it, it just works that way. I don't even have a tip for this one. This one, this is just, this is a bad idea. Actually, we're tracking <laughs> this idea. This, and sometimes you got to 
take your bad ideas and you put them in the trash. That's the tip. We got there eventually. Uh, thank you, Quick Mickey. Effervescent, reticulated, and resplendent. As always, for the Trailer Blazers, my name is Nick Kelly, and I am cheaper by the Adele Dezine. Happy Trailsers. And I'm Ben Moon, and does it hurt when the episode comes out of me? Every time. <laughs> Happy Trailsers. Depends who's editing. <laughs> <laughs>
and it, and it's like this opportunity for like you to romance him. And what? I was like, this this doesn't make any sense. Like I don't care. Like sure, the choices in this game, romance whoever you want. I don't care that whatever. I, that's fine. That's that's the way this game is made. But there is I have done nothing in this playthrough to even warrant this moment. I want a I want this intimate moment with with this guy who I have fought with through these three games years in the timeline of this thing. And and now he and now you're gonna do this where like all, all of a sudden oh he's actually secretly attracted to me or, or tr- like this, this and I I'm really I'm literally romancing Liara he knows that I have a relationship with Liara in the game like this is ridiculous okay I was like confused because Ashley can't romance fem- femship and so I just googled it can male shepherd romance Caden and apparently yeah that can happen in Mass Effect three yeah. I've never had him alive because I I play an adept. And Ashley is the Terminator, and I need her to beat the game. So in Mass Effect 1, I can't win if I don't have Ashley because she's the my soldier that I use. Yeah. I don't know if you know this. If, 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 if any of you don't play with Ashley, she's really, really, really strong. And she just walks around one-shotting things, and, like, I, I can't live without her. So, like, I bring her with. Because I play an adept, I bring full tech tally and i bring full soldier ashley with me in master yeah, one that's a good combo yeah uh so i didn't know any of this and uh <laughs> the other day i saw uh a thing on youtube of caden in mass effect 3 and i was like caden's not in mass effect 3 <laughs> and then i was like oh it's because i've never let him live i think i used to kill ashley because she was kind of a jerk she is a jerk uh she's she's uh very human centric which to me, if I lived in this, I'd be obsessed with hanging out with aliens because they're all so cool. Yeah. Uh, and I don't understand the, the human. But she does hate Cerberus because they're more racist. I don't know. Like, she's weird, but she's weird in the way that a lot of military people I know are weird. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so yeah. it's realistic. But I, I guess I kind of like Ashley in a, in a weird way, but also because I can't beat the game without her. <laughs> <laughs> the way that I play it. You need that you need her one shot skills. Yeah, she's so strong. Yep. Mass Effect three. So anyway, I love Mass Effect. Uh I hate the end. But then I decided the my my headcanon way of getting around this is because there's so many choices, there's no one hard canon of Mass Effect, you know? I mean Bioware might have theirs, but I don't I don't recognize it. I only recognize my own. And that's how everyone should feel about it, right? At the end, the part with Buzz Aldrin where he's telling the story to the kid implies that he's been telling these stories and that that's why it's all in flux. It's kind of like that Batman episode, the Rashomon Batman episode, where they tell the same story from three different perspectives. Mm. And so if that's the case, then I can I can reject their dumb ending where I die. And in my, in my ending, in my own headcanon, Shepard gets to go live in a little cabin on Rannoch with Tally, which is how it should be a choice to end because there should have been more choices than just die, die, live, and be a genocidal monster. <laughs> was there any point in the back of your mind while this was going on that you're like, hey, there's a spaceship headed for Andromeda? No, because I couldn't finish playing Andromeda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the in the, in the in the timeline, there is a ship that's like leaving the galaxy headed for andromeda while you're playing through mass effect 3 yeah yep um so we we had a nintendo direct happen this past week um and there was a bunch of announcements from that and so i've got that pulled open here so we have just we're going to kind of fly through some of these 
Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 coming in September. I don't, I've never played those games, so I don't care. Yeah, I never heard of it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> never heard of it. <laughs> never heard of it. <laughs> never heard of it. Uh, Splatoon 3 arrives this summer. The only I've, thing I know about this is my friend Grace made a an Inkling costume at Dragon Con once. I was going to say the same thing. That's like literally my only connection to it is Grace. <laughs> yep. Um, so I, I don't, I'm not going to play that. Uh, there's a Wii Sports sequel coming to the Nintendo Switch. I might be interested. Man, I played a lot of bowling back in the day. <laughs> we played a lot of tennis, a lot of bowling. Both those two things we played a lot of. Uh, like a lot of people did. Um, yeah. Mario Strikers Battle League is coming June 10th. I Have you ever played the Strikers games, the soccer? Never heard of it. Never heard of it. I don't know that I've played these. I mean, I'm sure it's fun. Never I know our, our listener, Mike uh, Mewborn, uh, who's a really good musician, by the way, uh, listens to the video game section, and he's a big Nintendo guy. So he's probably interested in, and knows what these things are much more than I do. Yeah. Um, I You know, these Mario sports games, I, I always liked them. I've always liked them. Mario Tennis and all that. They're they're fun. So I'm sure they'll, I'm sure it'll be good. Yes. Uh, no Man's Sky is coming to the Nintendo Switch. This this game has the longest legs of anything you didn't think would have legs. I think that it, the Switch is a better place for this because you could just play it on like a a, a train or something if you're sitting there, you know? Mm-hmm. It seems like a better uh, place for this to exist. Yeah. I think where I land, you know, I played this game a lot of hours and, and, even, after, and even rebought it at one point. Um I think my problem with it is that there's too many resources and too much resource management and um, too much of like resource gathering. That's not fun to me. The exploration part is more fun to me. Like, so I wish you could scan stuff faster and name stuff faster. Like that was always the, the best thing to me. And I don't really care for like, I have to get this resource to build this thing. I don't, I don't, I'm not into that. I think a lot of people are, but I'm not. I'm not either. Yeah. Um, all right. So then we have Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes that comes in June. Um, Again, a thing I don't know anything about except that Jay and Wendy made a Fire Emblem spear as a commission once for cosplayer. Mm. And well, my friend Darren likes Fire Emblem too. It's uh, Fire Emblem. You know, it's turn-based uh, strategy, which I love. And it's a rock, paper, scissors format with like swords and axes and something else, magic or whatever. Um, to me, this is never is has been as good as um, Advance Wars. To me, Advance Wars is a much it is a superior uh, turn based strategy game experience. Speaking of which, oh uh, yeah, Advance Wars <laughs> one and two reboot camp uh, launches in April, so yeah. I'm much more excited about that than this Fire Emblem. I think they want you to pronounce it reboot camp, like boot camp. Oh, reboot camp! I think. <laughs> yeah, um, I will actually probably end up buying that because I I love Advance Wars. Yeah, yeah, it's really fun. Um, then we have mouthful mode highlights. Uh, no, never mind. We don't have that. Who cares about this? Um, we get we're getting a Portal and Portal Two coming to the Switch ports. I might that get coming. that. That's a game that I can replay endlessly. Oh, you absolutely. The replay that is great on that. And you've probably forgotten the puzzles at this point, so you can go back and play it fresh. Yep. And yeah. I just like Stephen Merchant as uh, Wheatley and Portal 2 flying around talking to me. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else on this? That's really all the big stuff, I think. Yeah, and I just wanted to point out that they're making a remake of Chrono Cross uh, that Jess is really oh, obsessed, yeah. obsessed with. And the it'll have the Radical Dreamers uh, edition or something. I don't know what any of this means. It's just she was screaming about <laughs> it the other day. 
<laughs> it, so that is very, very happy. that's very very much Jess news uh, yeah. for sure. Yep. Uh, only one trailer worth talking about, and that is The Wolf Among Us 2. I never played the first one. Did you play the first one? No, I don't. I, I, I don't like Telltale games because okay. uh, I don't like the controls. And mm. also, I think The Wolf Among Us is really stupid because I, I consider it to be extremely basic folklore to be taking all of these like grim fairy tale things. And it's like Shrek. Like This is like dark Shrek, and it's just really dumb to me. <laughs> I like folklore, but I like deep cut folklore. I'm a hipster with with my monsters. Yeah, and in this, you, you're the big bad wolf, or a representation of the big bad wolf, right? Yeah, and his name is Big B Wolf, like Big B, and it's just so cheesy. I hate it. Yeah, Jess is excited though. She liked the first one. Oh, she did. Yeah, she uh, likes Telltale games though. Yeah, this 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 features uh, Battle Tin Man and a, and so Scarecrow getting dumb. burned. Yeah, I don't like this. I don't either. It's so dumb. Anyway, this is a really popular game, so everyone listening to it to us is probably like, "Shut up, you guys are dumb dudes." Yeah, you guys don't. You guys don't even know what good stuff is. But I don't like Telltale, and I don't like The Wolf Among Us. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't like it. I don't like any Telltale stuff. I like the Borderlands one. Like the story of it is cool, and I like to watch Jess play that one. But it's the only Telltale ones I liked. And that's the bottom line. Yep. Because Stone Cold Nick said so. Uh, well, that that does about just about does it for the video. This is a lo- we went long on this uh, here podcast. Yeah, I didn't expect this to be a long one, but here it was. But here we are. Um, well, in that case, so for the Trailer Blazers, I'm Ben Moon, and I actually came out on June 3rd, 1983. Happy Trailsers. And I'm Nick Kelly, and I stand Marauder Shields. Happy Trailsers. worst performance by bruce wilson a 2021 movie so the films listed are american siege apex cosmic sin deadlock fortress midnight in the switchgrass out of death and armageddon